From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and we are talking off-season, and tonight we're talking off-season with snowboard team coach Eric Rolls. Eric, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Hey, of course, George. Anytime. Love it. Love our conversations. Well, Eric, I think this is going to be a fun one because you've had a very interesting off-season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's things change all the time and some are our own choice and some are not. So, um, yeah, overall, had a great off season, but, you know, just like we promote in snow sports, be ready to adapt, be ready to (laughs) adapt and figure things out differently. I have a feeling there are a few stories coming. (laughs) (laughs) There are. There are a couple. Yeah. So, w- yeah. Why don't we start out hearing about the river trip that maybe went a little awry? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, the season was wrapping up. I always get excited about getting on the rivers, and permits are so hard to get right now. The influx of people applying for these permits is, you know, it's ridiculous to try to get. A lot of times you have to get a lottery. Um, to get a permit. So I struck out in the lottery. So I ended up picking up a couple random days that were cancellations. So when you, when you sign up, you become the trip leader. And so I was on a trip on this uh, trip of uh, Westwater on the Colorado river. And during the planning phase, it was supposed to be a certain level river, uh, very accustomed to that level assembled my crew which was a great crew you got to have a good crew and then you know summit county colorado got like 70 degree heat and so the water the the runoff from the snow in summit county raised it it more than doubled the uh the water level so it's about ten thousand cfs which isn't you know people run it much higher but you know, when you when you combine a bunch of different factors, like the water being colder from snowmelt, it increasing, releasing a lot of logs and stuff down the river, and then it just takes one bad decision, and the whole group is suffering because of it. As in, a boat flips, you're chasing the person down, and you're in a rescue scenario, which luckily we we're all okay, but it, it didn't. At the time, it was, we were unsure about what was actually going to happen. So it just goes to show, like, things happen. You got, oh, we got this great river trip planned. Oh, the two-person boat flipped right above Skull Rapid, and next thing you know it, I'm rescuing a guy 40 feet above the big drop, and he has no energy to swim. And so luckily I pulled him to shore, Gave him some medical attention with another friend, and we got him down the river. That was like half the drama on the trip, and I won't. Oh, that's only half. That's (laughs) half the drama, but it was the main drama that triggers other things that happen. Like the guy that got stuck in the room of doom because he came over to check on us and blew his line right before dropping into the big drop. You know, Um, be kind of like dropping down a chute. And there's someone falling on the side, tangled in the trees, and you try to stop to see if you can help, but then your whole line gets messed up. (laughs) So I'm just putting it in snow terms, you know. 
it was uh, it was like a cascading of events. So a lot of things to learn, a lot of things to learn, a lot of takeaways, things like surrounding yourself with great people and people you trust is so important. If I hadn't assembled that group, we probably wouldn't have responded the way we did. But because we had trust and there was a lot of, you know, communication that had to happen through hand signals and, you know, because there's no cell coverage. So, and you got to just trust people. And so, yeah, we roped, we roped the guy out of Room of Doom, got him over the cliffs, um, which was kind of sketchy, and uh, got the other guy to safety um, pretty quick. So, yeah, that started off my summer. That should have been like foreshadowing. <laughs> exciting. But, God, isn't that amazing, though? How, I mean, one thing can go wrong, and yeah. all of the uh, other things that that triggers are. <laughs> I mean, you can go from a little issue to a massive problem in a matter of seconds. Yeah, and that's exact. It was one bad move, and these were experienced boaters. It was one bad decision. They had a misread because the water level was way different. So they ran a line that wasn't a good choice, and you know, one guy got to shore immediately, and the other guy, and he. he he didn't have his uh, spray top on securely. That was another miss. And so that made it difficult for him to swim. But yeah, I mean, he's had a violent swim for, you know, over a mile, maybe Whoa. two, right to the very top of the crux rapid. You know, there's always <laughs> one. Um, but, um, but in the end, yeah. everything worked out okay. It did, and we we debriefed with the Rangers because we we had some, you know, contact with them, giving them updates um, to let them know we had it under control and we had had a good debrief, which is super important. There was not a lot of, there wasn't like blaming and pointing fingers. It was more so like, okay, here's what we've learned, which was so cool when we think about like how you reflect and create learning for future trips. There's a lot of things I would say differently in the safety speech. There's, there may be even a time where I say, sorry, friend, you can't go on the river. You don't have the right attire for this. I know when you left the far south and it was sunny and hot and you didn't think it was going to be high water and cold, so you didn't pack that stuff, but now you can't go even though you drove 12 hours to get here. <laughs> like, well. am I ready to have that conversation? Probably now was I then? No, because <laughs> I'm like, let's go have fun, everyone. So these yeah. these disasters that ended up, you know, being taken care of, set the stage yeah. for the summer, and they got you totally prepared for what was coming up. Correct, Eric? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, there was a different. I already had a, a shift. I had resigned from my position at Park City as a training manager to pursue some other other things, um, which is a big life shift. You know, I, I started doing some more stay-at-home dad um, caregiving um, throughout the summer, which is, you know, gets complicated with with the schedules. And, and uh, we went camping a lot with the family, which was great. Um, so it was just a different flow. And, uh, and now I'm like, the, both kids have COVID wife's just getting over covid i don't have it but i'm like trying to isolate and escape but it's turning to be out to be impossible it's very mild but i just am like 
trying to avoid it. So, but I had a bail on another river trip. I, I would be on the lower salmon with Matt Larson, fellow teammate, right now for a week. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> duties, duties call. You know, so it's just change of events. <laughs> One thing changes everything. <laughs> but without getting too personal, what is that like to live with a, really a house full of COVID right now? A word we're really <laughs> sick of saying, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's I'm in healthcare and. I've got to wear a mask out in public whenever I'm in a public place. You know, we've been asked to please just go ahead and wear your mask because there's so many of the work shortages, the labor shortages are huge. And it's really for our staffing and and everything that we do. um, We have to still wear our masks. And so I'm out in N95 most of the time. Yeah, and that's the that is kind of the a little I don't know I want to call it irony, but we are we are mask wearers typically. We just traveled back. I had a, this awesome trip visiting my family in upstate New York. Rented a cottage on the Finger Lakes, and so it was somewhere in travel. We picked it up, and we the kids are great about wearing masks, and we all had you know. KN95s and my wife had an N95 from being in healthcare and yeah, somewhere we just picked it up, but it's it's amazing. It's just no, there really wasn't anyone wearing masks but us, you know. People right. are coughing, <laughs> but you know, it's just you can beat yourself up over like where did we get this, or you just accept it and deal with it. Luckily, it's mild, but it is annoying. It changes, you know. The kids can't go to swim lessons, and this is a we're in like this really breakthrough time when they're swimming at age three and five. We want them to be swimmers. We want to bring them on the river, you know, and if they boat with me, they're going to swim. That's a boater joke. I'm glad you got it. um, Yeah, so it's like, okay, take a breath. Not too deep enough to, you know, catch COVID from your family members, but take a breath and figure it out. And so I've actually been quite, quite calm and accepting, but I'm missing out on some some good late summer fun but we're making the best of it i i started i finished the uh the kids climbing wall it was only eight feet tall in in the garage and now it's 17 feet tall and has you know four panels and you know in a corner and i'm building a anchor system so brings other opportunity so i've picked up a slide to put on the deck and connected the hose to it we made a water slide it's like okay what are we gonna do you got creative and you made a climbing wall that you can social distance on totally totally yeah and the kids can have a blast i can spot them and yeah it's uh yeah just one of these i'm getting some more you know office work done i guess i'm getting some other things done so eric aside from you know you catching covid what are your plans between now and team training in the fall (laughs) Uh, well i i just started um i picked up a contract with u.s ski and snowboard which is really exciting it's really exciting because it aligns a lot to some of the the standards that we were working on um to get to get past um, for you know level one, two, three, um, etc. So I'm working with US Ski and Snowboard to line their coaches credentialing. So it's kind of this neat, same but different. So yeah, that's I'm gonna work on that. 
um, which I'm kind of a nerd for and actually sometimes enjoy it. And then, and they've been great to work with. And then we're, um, we're doing a bunch of inner ski planning. We're getting our outlines laid out. We're going to test run it on some of the membership when we're on the road, which is going to be exciting to get a feel and get, I, I love the inner ski year. Cause you can, People, the membership loves to, at least from my experience, they love to like get the preview. And then even better, I like it when I can ask them for feedback and get their feedback and then help shape it towards what we're going to present on the world stage at Interski. To be like, hey, does this represent us as a country, as an organization? Do you feel like it does? And in what ways do you think it's a fair representation? And I get all sorts of great insight and we get to fine tune it and then um the winter will start i'll do some training i'll teach some i haven't taught like consistently in over 10 years so i'll teach the general public at park city so i still enjoy working there and really you know stoked to be working with that team just in a different way and uh yeah, and then the winter just will fly like it always does. Of course. Just yeah. flies by. Yeah. Well, Eric, it's great talking with you. And thanks for just being open and honest about a real summer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have given you the, the Instagram social media version, but, you know, why not keep it real, right? Darn right. <laughs> we're, all, we're all facing our own challenges in our own way. We all have to work through it somehow. Um... Some are easier to work through than others, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. Always, always good to chat. Well, Eric, I wish you a, a great end of summer and a wonderful early fall. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. Thanks so much, George. From the PSI ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.